Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, September 30th, 2020 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Yesterday I mentioned uh, the reports that we had about a Baumgart line being installed on a system that used to be maintained by Tyler Technology. Of course, that company was the victim of a ransomware attack and apparently some credentials they used to log into customer systems may have been leaked. In response, Xavier today published a quick diary with a couple points uh, to consider if you are hiring some company to manage systems for you. Now, a couple comments we got here from readers, one in particular regarding the Baumgar jump client again purchased by Beyond Trust and known under that name. Well, uh, readers are reporting that they have seen uh, employees of a service provider install legitimately a disk line, and it is a useful and good piece of software, but then they forgot to remove it after they were done with a system. So certainly uh, worthwhile uh, to look over their shoulder, double check what they're doing, and Xavier has a number of good points in his diary that you should consider if you are engaging a company like this. And well, many of us have to do this, of course. This gets even more tricky, of course, if that company is also doing your security monitoring. Then it sort of comes down to who is watching the watchers and how much effort you're still able to put behind actually monitoring their activities. And of course, these last couple weeks, we talked quite a bit about the zero logon vulnerability. And essentially what this comes down to is an insecure RPC authentication from a client to a domain controller. Now, the patch that was released on August 11th for CVE 2020-1472 does fix this insecure login. But of course, the problem is, what if you have older clients and non-Windows clients that connect to your domain controller are they sort of left out in the cold and can no longer connect. Microsoft has now clarified sort of their guidance as to how to apply the patch. So first of all, you do need to apply the patch to your domain controllers. You should have already done that. If you just apply the patch, uh, you will secure the domain controller, but you will still allow by default uh, these insecure connections. However, with the patch applied, you will be able to monitor your event logs for any devices that are making outdated connections to your domain controller. And then you can basically go around and fix those devices. Once it's taken care of, then of course you can enable enforcement mode. Microsoft announced that they will enable enforcement mode in a patch to be released in February next year, which uh, should be February 9th, should be the February patch Tuesday. So even more of a reason to go around, make sure that your systems are fixed and are able to negotiate a secure RPC connection by then. 
And Cisco patched two actively exploited denial of service vulnerabilities in its Cisco iOS XR software. Now, uh, this affects the distance vector multicast routing protocol uh, that is part of iOS XR and a number of Cisco's carrier grade routing equipment. Exploitation of this flaw is going back uh, to August uh, 29th, so certainly something that you do want to take care of. And for all of those listeners who are avoiding Adobe software and are using the Foxit PDF reader instead, well, it's time to update your software as well. Foxit came up with reader 10.1 and fandom PDF 10.1 both fix a couple of different vulnerabilities. And well, that's it for today. So thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.